Have you ever considered your personal integrity rather than only the integrities of others? Well, in today's episode of the Work Smarter Not Harder podcast, I'm going to share my own journey of integrity with you, as well as how you can improve your integrity to improve your business and your personal life. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Work Smarter Not Harder podcast. I'm your host, Kim Sutton. In July 2016, after spending 18 months working 20 to 22 hours a day, seven days a week in my business, I found myself extremely sleep-deprived, anxious, and depressed. My family hardly saw me, and I was falling short on my commitments to myself and my clients. Something had to change if my business, my family, and I were going to become financially, emotionally, and physically stable. And many things did change. Now I'm on a mission to ensure purposeful parentpreneurs like you never go through pain like I did. Here on the Work Smarter Not Harder podcast, my guests and I are eager to empower you with the strategies we've used to work smarter as entrepreneurs. We don't want you to be broke, broken, or burnt out. We want you to set up the systems and support you need to get away from your business and back to the people and activities you love. Ready to hear more? Let's hop into today's show. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode. I'm excited to have you here and to continue our journey through the Live Better framework of working smarter instead of harder. In the last two episodes, I shared the rebrand from the Positive Productivity Podcast to Work Smarter, Not Harder. So you're going to want to listen to that episode if you haven't already. And in the last episode, I talked about the first letter, L, of the Live Better framework, which was the word love. Today, we're going to dive into the letter I, which is a discussion about integrity. For years, I thought that integrity was limited to other people. I was wrong. If you haven't listened to the episode already, Lauren Zander was on the podcast a few hundred episodes ago, and she introduced me to the concept of personal integrity, and it changed my life. It had never occurred to me before that every time I broke a promise to myself, for example, I'm going to eat better, I'm going to exercise, that every time I broke one of those promises, it made it easier to break my promises to myself in the future. And since that episode, I have been much more conscious of what I tell myself I'm going to do. I've also been a lot more conscious of what I want to do in the first place. Am I doing something? Am I telling myself I'm going to do something because gurus on the internet or the books I read tell me I should? Or Am I doing something? Am I telling myself I'm going to start a new routine or implement a new habit? Because it is something that I feel deeply connected to and I know in my soul is going to change my life personally and or professionally. By eliminating all the influences from outside, which by the way is never possible, but let me just say maybe it's eliminating 95% of the influences from the outside and making my own decisions on what I should do and what I should not do, I've been able to get much more clear on what feels right to me, my day, my business, and my personal life. 
as a mom, I found myself all the time saying, one more minute, one more minute, we'll do it tomorrow, we'll do it this weekend. And unfortunately, I let my business take control of my life. My kids were constantly cast off. And when they would come back to remind me that I had promised them of something, I would have to make an excuse. Well, I wouldn't have to, but I would because I hadn't put that much of a commitment into what I said I was going to do. I was always at the mercy of what did my clients need and what invoice am I waiting to get paid? What work do I need to pay the bills? And it became more about money than it did about spending quality time with my family and fulfilling the promises that I had made. Following the episode with Lauren, I started to realize that stemming from childhood, I found it really easy to let myself off the hook based upon what I saw and witnessed and experienced as a child. Now, I don't want to throw them underneath the bus. My family circumstances were complicated, as I think every family's is, but my dad lived about an hour away and he would often tell me that he would be at something like a basketball game or a performance and then he wouldn't show. Time and time again, I was told that he would be there and he didn't show up. I've forgiven him for this. I just want to let that be known, but I didn't have a great example of what it meant to follow through stemming from early childhood. That's a problem. When we're not following through on the things that we tell ourselves, our loved ones, or our clients, it's going to be really hard to take our personal or our professional life to the next level. As an example, when we tell our clients that we're going to deliver a project or a task to them at a certain time on a certain day, and then we don't, we're breaking trust. And when we do that consistently, we're going to lose all trust from the client to the extent that they likely won't refer us to their friends or their colleagues in the future. It is so much easier to build a business based on referrals than it is to have to keep on going out there and build relationships from scratch over and over and over. I've learned that for myself, when it comes to integrity for clients, I need to multiply the time frame which I think something's going to take me by four to make sure I get it to the client in time. Because I'm a giver. I love to say yes to my clients. And even after I cut out the activities that I don't like to do, I have a tendency to overcommit from time to time. So by multiplying the time that I estimate something will take by four, I can pretty much guarantee that I will under-promise and over-deliver by coming in before the deadline. Hey there. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Work Smarter, Not Harder podcast. I wanted to take a quick break to invite you into my five-day Work Smarter, Not Harder challenge. Take a moment to imagine how your life, personally and professionally, would change if you were able to build healthy boundaries with your clients and reclaim your nights and weekends to spend time with your family. And what if you only said yes to the right opportunities? You know, the ones you're passionate about and are a heck yes, instead of accepting everything and anything that comes your way due to a fear of not bringing in enough income. I've been there. And last, what if by learning to work smarter rather than harder, 
you worked a quarter as much as you do right now, but made at least four times more, and you had time to spend with your family, with God, on your hobbies, and sleeping. Imagine that. I know it might sound unbelievable, but it's not. I've experienced this transformation and I want you to, too. In the challenge, you will learn and implement a few of the key strategies in my Live Better framework to working smarter rather than harder. To register for the free five-day Work Smarter, Not Harder Challenge today, head on over to WorkSmarterNotHarderChallenge.com. Again, that's WorkSmarterNotHarderChallenge.com. I'll see you on the inside. I want you to commit today on not promising yourself, your loved ones, or your clients that you're going to do anything which you know that you can't do. Stick to what you know you can do. And when all else fails, just say no. It's not a bad thing to say no, especially when you know you are already stretched too thin. When I know I can't do something for my kids, for example, I will just tell them no. And when it's a maybe, I still say no. For example, yesterday, my son Robert asked me if I could pick him up from school, and I thought I had a call scheduled. So I said no. It felt so much better to go back after the fact and be able to say, hey, I can pick you up after all, than to tell him yes up front and then have to go back after and say, oh, something came up. I'm sorry, I won't be able to be there. The exclamations in his text back to me after I told him, yeah, I can come after all, were so much better than the I would have received if I had to go back and retract my offer to pick him up. Think about how you can under-promise and over-deliver and excite people when you are able to do more for them rather than the other way around. Remember, it's so much easier to build your business off referrals from making your clients and customers happy than having to go out from ground zero every single time. I would love to hear how you have perhaps failed in the integrity department in the past and what it will look like or does look like now that you've changed your methodology of promising now. I know my grammar wasn't right there, but I'm not perfect. So anyway, go on over to the website at thekimsutton.com forward slash podcast and leave your comment down below the notes for this episode. Until the next episode, go forth and work smarter, not harder, my friend. That's a wrap on this episode of the Work Smarter, Not Harder podcast. I'd love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from this episode. So be sure to head on over to the show notes page at thekimsutton.com and leave a comment down below. While you're there, be sure to check out my work with me page to learn the different ways my team and I can support you in your quest to work smarter, not harder. Remember, my friend, positive productivity doesn't mean perfection, but it doesn't need to be painful either. I'll see you on the next episode of the Work Smarter, Not Harder podcast. 